Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. What up? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome I... back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes. Do you know that theme song? Uh, like, I, I know it. I don't know what it's from. Welcome back, Cotter. Oh. It's actually uh, John Travolta's um, the show he was, like, first on. And actually, if you think about it, ever on. Oh, yeah. 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 The more you know. The more you know. Okay, so I, like, was having, like, a crappy day today. And Sarah texted me, and she's like, I think we we got a social media update episode. And I was like, great. I'd love to hear the social media updates because I see that there's, like, so many podcasts to, you know, eat up, and I've missed some of them. So I'm happy to hear from you, Sarah. Well, Talk to me, girl. I mean, I just feel like there's you know some interesting updates i mean the first one being that it has come out that katie did now file for divorce so it's no longer just a separation as we're speculating like they're gonna drag this out they're gonna be separated during filming and then you know he's gonna go to his accountability coach and he's gonna step up as a husband she's like well let's try this again oh baba and, but she actually filed for a divorce. So I mean, to you, me, this just proves that this has been in the works for all through quarantine. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's been ready. So, uh, yeah, I find it so interesting, too. I was like, no way. And I, then I was thinking, well, if they do have to file anything, like, Tom won't follow through. But the fact that Katie, you know, took the reins and she did it, you know, it's like, okay. Here we well, go. you're going to rely on him to file when he can't even file their marriage certificate, which was like Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> 101. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, during COVID and everything, she, you know, she went on her podcast and saying, no, it happened a little over a month ago. But, you know, we've been seeing, you know, Tom has been going places alone. Like, you saw him at Sandoval's show alone. What mm-hmm. was that, December? Uh-huh. And then I saw, we both saw him in January alone. Granted, Katie had her solo birthday party with their girlfriends, which it's fine. Her pack of friends, they're not Sandoval aficionados. So I guess that made sense, but it did put some people in the middle. Like, who do we support? But he was also there, like, and he wasn't like, you know, you said in December he was like kind of standing behind a pillar by himself. Like he looked sad. And I would say the same like for the Canyon Club when I talked to him. Like he just, it seemed like he felt uncomfortable. Like there was shit weighing on him. Yeah. Or like, you know, like him trying to keep a secret is like not a good thing. So I'm sure he's always like a ball of stress trying to keep his mouth shut about everything that's going on true because when his dad was ill and and probably still is so hopefully he's doing better but when people would see him out when he'd have to make appearances and people asked about his dad he did like go into detail and get choked up and stuff so yeah it's probably hard for him to yeah he doesn't want to get too deep with anyone especially someone like not your just average fan that like oh my gosh Tom can I get a picture it's like yeah he knows when people know deeper things yeah and he's probably trying to avoid them I mean how I did that like I remember being at a trade show my dad had just died and I tried to avoid the people that were my friends there yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like literally like dodging halt like dodging them and they're like my best friends but because I knew I would lose it, and I was like, I had to get it together. There, was, I was already there. There was no choice. I couldn't even get on a flight. I'm like, just fucking power through. But I'm like, I would break down if someone that really knew, and I knew the questions they would ask, like, hey, how's your dad doing? I knew I would fucking lose my shit. So you yeah. just avoid. So I think yeah. that's kind of what he was doing. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean... I I definitely think like for him it's going to be way harder than it will be for Katie. Katie already 
you know, didn't really talk to fans and kind of like stayed, you know, in the shadows. But for someone who runs TomTom and is, you know, supposed to be the face of these places and, you know, schmoozing with the customers, like it's not going to be fun to have people be like, hey, buddy, sorry to hear that news. Like, oh, like, you know, on to better, th-. you know, even any any comment that any stranger would make would just like oh, bother me. I'm sure they're going to be horrible because they're going to be like, either rooting for him or they're going to be like you're better off she was a bitch or she was an egg and it's like he doesn't want to hear that either yeah you know? exactly it's like it's just it really none of our business you know like it's it for that part like that really sucks like that would be super annoying yeah so you have you've seen the divorce filing so yeah um when i heard yesterday that um katie had filed i just wanted to follow up and um, make sure that she actually had, like, see it with my own eyes. So I did uh, go on to the um, L.A. Court's website just to verify that she had, in fact, filed, and she did. So, um, yeah, so she filed, you know, yesterday, 3-22-22, and uh, the case type is uh, uh, dissolution without minor children, general jurisdiction. Yeah, opened on three twenty two twenty two. So, Katie Maloney versus Thomas Schwartz at the Van Nuys Courthouse East. So that is all we really can see at the moment. Um, and so like irreconcilable differences, no description or anything. I can't see the document, so I can't say. I I only see like the. Um, that it was filed. Right. Well, the, the updates. Like, I see, yeah, it was filed. I see the law case cover sheet filed by petitioner. The summons filed by peti- Everything was done by Katie. Um, dissolution without a minor child. And then um, an order for financial information. What I thought, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then, yeah, so just all the notices have posted and everything. And I think as we go further down, um, we can see we'll be able to see other things hopefully okay so that's kind of part of my theory like you just said in order for financial disclosure i feel like once they got into this and as she is now seeking investors for the sandwich shop right <clears throat> she she and ariana had said that they're like well we're now at the point where we're looking for investors and it's like oh Okay, well, you know what? The first thing that's going to come up, especially with their announcement of their separation, is uh, we don't want to be dr- like torn up, tied up into some divorce battle over assets. And so either, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's a cleaner sweep. If she wants to get a business loan or she wants to get investors, they don't want to do it in the midst of an asset division. Yeah. And especially with Tom getting loans, whatever he ended up with. I know we talked about home equity and, and refinance and small business loan. Well, that's all joint right now. So I, I have a feeling part of this is driven by business reasons because her hands are going to be tied while she's tied to him. Yeah, yeah. And also, she probably doesn't want to be drugged down by him because Schwartz and Sandys keep running into delays with permits and construction and and whatnot. So that delays everything for her. And you know, investors, I'm sure, are like, well, once we, if that business is up and running, and and you are part of his, you know what I mean? Like, you got this together as married couple. Um, I don't know. With with that being delayed and pushed out, it's so iffy. And I think they would be nervous about, well, he could take half of what we're investing in. If Schwartz and fail, uh, Sandy's fails, he defaults on any of these loans or... Well, anything. and with the show looming, you know, not knowing what's going on, things are really looking bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, things are stacking up against them for sure. And you get assets frozen and they don't want to invest in someone where your assets are frozen as you go through this divorce. And I mean, fortunately for them, I think everything's pretty joint and they don't have children and it, it shouldn't be that difficult. But it's 
it's still going to be tricky. You know, he's got the loans. Who's going to buy out who? She's got her equity, but then someone's going to have to buy someone out. And then that's either a deficit or an asset. And it's going to, I just, I feel like the filing maybe was driven by this business aspect versus, you know, because she was choking up and crying just last week, which, you know, she, she she's not one of those podcasters that, like, podcast and uh, broadcast it eight weeks later mm-hmm. like, it's like some people do um, she did it you know that day or the day before so I feel like she's getting advisement from you know a, a business consultant or potential investors and maybe that's probably the reason and it's probably really s- actually smart yeah I felt like you know like I feel I feel like now that I know that she just filed like I hear her podcast a little differently I definitely feel like she is was crying and emotional and mourning you know exactly what she said you know her the way she thought her life would be and how you know she thought that her and Tom had this life and and the fact that she took that from him too without him knowing or wanting it I really think that that's what where those tears were coming from you know just knowing I mean, imagine, like, Tom thought he had everything laid out for the rest of his life. You know, like, he has this house, he's got Katie, they've got the show, da-da-da-da-da, and now, boom. So. I mean, I everyone roots for Tom. People now root for Katie, and I think we all root for both of them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the theory amongst, I don't care who you listen to, is, you know, he fails upwards. Like, how, what effort has Schwartz put in in the long haul versus everybody else? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like with the business, we can say, yeah, Sandoval's probably done the heavy lifting. I know Sandoval has defended him saying, no, he actually does a lot. We work kind of different hours. And, and I don't doubt that. But just, you know, you just even look back on, on the seasons. He's never the one to give it. He may be part of it because someone brings it up about him, about his cheating. But even the cheating, that always is swept under the carpet in like one episode, mm-hmm. you know, or like your dick doesn't work. That's or the a battered wife. It's all swept under like in an episode or two where some of the others like people still talk about Miami Girl. People still talk about Jackson Faith. And, you know, he has had it quite easy compared to or Stassi or Christian compared to his castmates or Sheena obviously he's had it quite easy well and then like think like out of every single cast member like I would easily like stand on the fact that Katie has been like the most hated cast member like not not hated like Jax like oh Jax you dog you know not like that like people literally hated her and like that was all gaslit by Tom himself Right, because Jax is a straight-up asshole. His actions are his actions. Her, why people didn't like her is because, yes, it was like, oh, you're nagging him, or you're negative, or you're calling out, but she, that was always in rebuttal of whatever he did. So like, exactly. I'll ne- like I, I don't think I ever got over when he was like, I hate the sound of your voice. Like, that was deep. <laughs> like, that was yeah. really, like, it came out like venom, you know, like, Ooh, dude, like he has said that before. Oh yes. That whole Mexico episode. Or Ooh. like or like the tequila Katie. Like he'd be like, Oh, like she's drunk again. You know, like just like ugh. But he drove her to that point because she was yes. so frustrated. Yes. yes. And we've seen him have those messy moments. You know, if we go back to season one, he's the one that fucking th- dumped the drink on on or in Stacy, oh, Stacy, Stacy's face, yeah, Stacey's face. You know, like he has those moments. It's just he always comes out of it like, you know, with this positive arc. Yeah, or he'll fly off the handle in like a way where like everyone's like, "What the heck?" Like, like even when he called um, Sheena a bootleg Kardashian, it yeah. was very like. He, he let it slip right there. He let, like, his true self show for a second. And all of us just, like, dropped our mouth open. A, because it was kind of funny. And B, like, I remember B just being like, whoa. He just jumped right into that fight that was, like, really had oh. nothing to do with him. 
it shows what it, it shows what he really thinks. Yes. Because the thing is, it's like yes, it was kind of funny and it was an insult. She took it as like, oh, it's not that bad of an insult. But it was the venom behind it and that he'd been thinking about this, about, yes. oh, her selfies and her this, you're so vapid, you're so vain. But it, that's that's what was evil about it. And and also, like, he obviously was, like, sitting on the edge of the couch as, like, maybe the girls were saying it, but he chose to get in there and be like, Rawr! you know, it was like, ew, I don't know. I Like, if Chad did something like that, I would be so embarrassed because it basically is showing that, like, he heard what I said and used it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, or the fact that he had that thought on his own. I don't know. Both are creepy. Well, and what's upsetting is that regardless of Katie and Sheena's up and down relationship, sometimes they've been best friends, sometimes they haven't. Um, Schwartz and her have always been, at least in Sheena's mind, good friends. And he typically stays out of it. Like, you know, he grew some balls with Stassi once, but then he backed down. He like, Stassi, you're never going to get back in Katie's life. And then like two minutes later, he's like, but I'd like you to come to my engagement party. And Katie was pissed, you know, as, as she, he just gaslights everybody. But I mean, like Sheena considered him a really good friend. Whereas like she would expect it from Katie because they're so up and down, but she didn't expect that from Schwartz. So I think that was more hurtful than the comment. Yeah, it was shocking. It was literally shocking. And then, um, and then remember when he invited, um, James to the wedding and then gaslit Katie about that too? Like she was like, this was coming off of, you know, all her and James's, you know, very sensitive relationship. And he like blamed that on somebody else too, even though he's the one who did it. Right. Oh, so many times when he, he, does that and then says Sandoval did it or Jack oh. did it but he was the one that did it I'm I, mm. yeah, yeah I, you know I mean I, I I don't think I can take any other angle than being excited for Katie for this next chapter you know like I pff, yeah. good for you I, I don't know I, I mean she people don't like her because she's negative Nancy Nagy or when she was part of the witches of WeHo and that was you know what they filmed together it was like you know me girl like everyone agrees that everyone loved Katie when Stassi left for New York all of a sudden everyone now loved Katie but then it it went back to the you know it went back when Stassi came back but part of that was Schwartz gaslighting her and so yeah she did what she did but she was also reacting and did it for reasons and he just always gets a free pass he's so beloved oh he's so oh shucks oh we love him and he is charming and i do truly believe he has a good heart and a good mind and good intentions but he you know even with the bootleg kardashian he never stands up for katie even in that moment that wasn't really standing up for katie Mm -mm. like she know sheena was having an issue but it wasn't a like a, a hate issue between Sheena and Katie. Sheena wasn't throwing insults and it was like he just had it and he thought, Well, if Katie's yelling at Sheena, I'll throw out an insult. But that wasn't standing up for Katie. Like there's so many times and he should have that he didn't. And- no, that it, and it was just so like his body language, everything about it I didn't like. And um Yeah. And it's like yeah, it just, it seemed like, like something cracked. And I, it, it was like, ooh, what are we looking at here? I, I don't know if I like it. I, I lost it with Schwartz. Um, whenever, um, I want to say, like, whenever Ronnie was, like, doing, her, like, her first, first ballet, this was way back in the day. And um, she was dancing with Kate Casey's daughter. And Kate Casey was obsessed with Schwartz. Like, she thought he was so handsome. She had had him on. And right then, like, it wasn't anything to do with her. But that's when I absolutely, like, lost my flavor for Schwartz. Like, I was just like, it wasn't just Kate Casey. It was everyone. Everyone was falling all over Schwartz. But for that, that timing is just in my mind. Because I remember going... Yeah, I don't not like Schwartz, but now I really don't like the way this is going. He was eating it. You think I'm handsome? Like it was, it was really hard to listen oh, to. Oh shucks. Oh, oh, you think I have a good voice know, for it's... podcasting? Oh, oh man. 
Yeah, there was a time when then everyone, like when Stassi had her podcast and they're like, oh yeah, Schwartz puts on, and Katie said it too, his podcasting voice. Oh, it's ridiculous. Hello, like sex operator. Yeah, I'm Tom. Well, I think when you've been podcasting a long time too, and like you know how like a microphone works when someone gets on and is like so uncomfortable with themselves that they change their voice like that you look at them like dude like what's going on just relax and use your voice it's okay and he he wouldn't he always goes into that voice it's hilarious yeah 100 (laughs) percent so well i mean i guess this will actually make it a little bit more interesting if they get the season 10 because they're no longer separated working on their marriage they should be out fully dating because by the time they start filming you know lala started dating three months you know she she just was talking on her podcast today um it's been four months and she's already been on you know a few dates and talking with a lot of boys and that sort of thing so Mm -hmm. you know the timing if they start filming it should be interesting yeah i'm sure they're both going to be preoccupied with their businesses and that's what the storylines will be, but hmm. yeah. So okay, speaking of, so this weekend I saw the whole crew go to the iHeartRadio Awards. Mm-hmm. And my thought, I was watching different stories. So one story had Sheena in the car with like Courtney, her sister, and Raquel, and then obviously she was with Brock because I saw him on the red carpet with her. So they're there, and then she was posting, like, videos of, you know, uh, performers on stage, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, pretty close and to the right. Well, then I saw Ariana and Tom Sandoval in their car, and in the backseat was James and his girlfriend, and they were on their way to the iHeartRadio Awards, and then they were also posting, and they posted the same performers from the same angle, so my question is were they all fucking seated together and like fucking Raquel had to sit there like probably five feet away from James and his new girlfriend probably it's fucking brutal yeah yeah that is crazy I mean ouch like ugh (sighs) alright well I, I should have been filming. Yeah, seriously. So that was my news on that. Okay, so Randall broke his silence and he went on Gigi Golnessa's podcast. Um, you know, it's the first time he's spoken out. He hasn't made statements or gone on any podcasts. Uh, as you guys know, Gigi has been a um, strong supporter of Randall in this split. She, you know, she her and Lala have been in some yeah Twitter Instagram wars Instagram wars on she's like you know you have a child why do you speak bad about your father whatever Um, they've gone back and forth and so she had Rand on and yeah he was going on about you know he won't disparage the mother of his uh, child and he knows she's been doing it but he won't like basically stooped to that level mm-hmm. I saw some comments which I thought were interesting they're like oh you know he's taking the high road which actually is great you know and great for the children he's he's not going to go there but there's two theories like number one A you can't go there because you did shit that she didn't do so you can't really go there Yeah. Um, but also you're kind of like uh, by not going there, you're just like making her look bad. Like, look, she's so petty. I'm taking the high road. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. He he said he you know he'll get he gets he's emotionally hurt. He gets articles sent to him either by friends. His mom has sent him several, and he's like, Mom, don't send me this, but she still does, which I found a little interesting because Lala was close with his mom, so. You know, and his mom's not young. I just can't imagine uh, can't imagine my mom sending me <laughs> yeah articles. Um, I don't know. He he was taking a big cue from our favorite Rob's Rob's Paletta. Uh-huh. He must have said twenty five times during the podcast. Well, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you 
know how Rob loves Yeah. Him. At the end of the day. At the end um, of the day. Yeah, so he was um, saying he wishes that he had no idea that he'd be like this kind of news. And he's saying, I wish my... Okay, here here's the humble humble brag or the fake humbleness. He's like, you know, what am I? I'm like an F list or an H list. He's like, I wish my my, my status... How long before I like an F-lister, what do they have, like a year before their expiration date? He's like, I hope that, you know, eventually this burns out. I'm no longer relevant. Like, how long is this going to take? I want to go back to being my myself with people knowing me for making movies, but they don't know my name. And, um, I mean, I respect that. that he's Interesting, yeah. Stay out of it. And I did, I mean, that was charming to say it was humble to say like yeah I'm like he said F list then he said H list he's like no quite honestly I'm like I'm like Z list and, and he's like I actually want to be Z list you know yeah, yeah. I'm sure he does because none of this is flattering towards him right um, but some people were saying you know always oh, pretending to take the high road um, but because there's no other option but I do think maybe he has better PR advice because as Gigi was saying, she's like, ah, she goes, I just can't get past it. She goes, because you haven't said anything. And literally every two to three days, she comes out with a new podcast and her new statement, you know, all the all the articles that uh, break down the podcast. You know, she has been on fucking 50 podcasts in the last couple months. You know what I mean? Yeah. And each one takes it a little bit further. And, like, today, even on her own, she had Larsa Pippen on. And she kind of did, like, what Sheena used to do, like, take over. Um, you know, when she has, when you're interviewing someone and then you relate to them and tell your own story. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it becomes too much and it's about yourself. Yeah. Well, she was doing that to Larsa. She's like, oh, my God. Uh, oh, me too. This, this, is. And I was like, wait, well, well, pull it back. You're interviewing Larsa. Let's hear from Larsa. But Larsa was like oh no you know you'll uh, you're hurt right now you're gonna probably have a different perspective in a year or two like look you know and and Lala's like no I won't I'm not hurt she goes how can I be hurt over something that didn't exist this didn't exist and I I don't know I just like I, I I see that because I can relate and agree you know how can you love something that didn't exist if you find out this person was fake the whole time right but I don't know it was six years of of all of everything we've heard her say and she says she's not hurt she's just I don't know yeah it's just, it's just very clear and Larsa who isn't necessarily my favorite she she was fucking right and exactly she goes you say these things because you are hurt. She goes, if you didn't care and if you were indifferent, it's not going to matter to you. She goes, I guarantee you, you are going to feel that way after some time has passed, which is so true. We all know this to be true, and it just shows the age. Larsa is 47, Lala's 30, 31, and age and experience. And she's been with Randall for six years. So it's she's still in the defensive mode she's like nope no I won't I'm not hurt at all and it's like you're just kind of protesting a little bit too much yeah so Gigi also asked she's like well and she really quickly backtracked because Randall was very uncomfortable but she's like well you know you were with her for six years she's like I know she was a big part of your girls and um all of that and he's like yeah I I don't want to talk about that she's like you know basically saying how has that affected the girls? How is that relationship? And he's like, I, I really can't talk about that. So I kind of respect him for that. I mean, that is, you know, a, a tough situation. He just said, you know, him and Amber have been fine. Amber came by the birthday to give Ocean some gifts. And like you said, drop off the girls. And she brought Ocean some gifts. And they co-parent very well. But he says he just will not disparage the mother of Ocean ever um, but some of the comments like I read in our own group and other places is like well 
he kept saying this. It's like, I'm not going to disparage the mother of Ocean. At the end of the day, as Rob says, yeah. um, we created this, so we cannot have any regrets. But people were saying, well, yeah, you're not going to disparage her now, but didn't you disparage her by texting these other girls or asking these girls to call you daddy or paying these girls to send you nude photos of them and so that's a valid point yeah oh totally he said he is dating okay no one, no one exclusively despite what the press says oh wow so there is that girlfriend that Lala has claimed moved in the day she moved out and you know people photograph them at the airport or whatever but he specifically said no one exclusively despite what the press says so we'll see that would piss me off if I was that girl ah yeah maybe she's got some stories hey you want to come on the podcast yeah come on (laughs) he said he is she's like well who are you friends with they talked about Tom and Katie and he really didn't go there he said you know he respects both of them but yes he's very good friends with Schwartz they play pickleball but he's also really, you know, more good friends with Jax. Jax and him go way back. I'm like, you fucking liar. You met Jax the same time you met Schwartz, you idiot. Yeah. But but obviously shows how close they are. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, Jax and I, he's like, we just had lunch yesterday. And I'm like, oh, but Jax had to technically unfollow him. So I guess that's Jax's way of supporting Lala by unfollowing him. But he still hangs out with him. That's hilarious. I mean, so Brittany, her rules only apply so far, I guess. Because, like... Oh, my... Like, just follow him, then. Yeah. <laughs> who fucking cares? Most of his followers are purchased anyway, so who cares if Jax follows him or not? In fact, follow him so that you can, like, monitor him. I don't know. So, Brittany and Jax host Ocean's birthday party, and then Jax goes out to lunch with Randall? Yeah. <laughs> so, he said that she asked about the birthday party. She's like, no, we did one here, and um, I had my girls, and Amber stopped by, and then the girls want to take Ocean to Disneyland as their gift to Ocean, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's sweet, but come on. A one-year-old I went with a two-year-old and they didn't get it. So a one-year-old, what can you fucking do? But again, it's like about that, it's like the first time thing. You know what I mean? Like, so he took mm. that away from her, like her, 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 I mean, even though she's never going to remember it, it's not, it, in the end, it's not a big deal. But like, as a mother, that would kill me. I'd be like, what the heck? Like, I want to well, take her to Disneyland. Yeah, but the day before, she had, and, and a few times before she had already taken Ocean to Universal with Cruz. Oh, yeah. So she did that. So, you know, probably a little even Steven. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Larsa is like... Okay, no, I'm not hurt. I don't mourn him because it never existed. I mean, doth, doth, dost protest too, too much. I can never say that. Um... I mean, you you literally can't. That's like an invalid argument when you're holding a child that looks exactly like him. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it, it did exist. The proof is right on your lap. Yeah, it's just pride and her ego defense mechanism. And it's 100% relatable and what we would all do, I'm sure. Well, and she I feel like it's also it. her pattern of how she handles conflict or heartache for that matter we've seen it multiple times on the show where she'll react like that too and be like oh i don't care i I don't care if they like me fine i don't you know but it's like you do really want them to like you because the second that the witches of weho liked you you changed your shit real quick you know what i mean like she always like postures like i don't oh oh, no i i don't i don't need that i don't care it's like "Mm," (laughs) or do you right yeah all right, so that's about it for that. Anything you've seen? Um, I saw for Bo's birthday, um, Stassi and him went to the Grove, and he posted a picture and was like, the best birthday present I could ever ask for. And um, 
I'll post it in our group because it's just an odd looking photo. Like I, I think um, like he put like a filter on it or something because like her eye shape looks really weird and like possibly like some body face tuning or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw that. It was weird. Yeah. Or, you know, like sometimes like you just take a weird picture. I don't I know. I had a screenshot, blow it up. I'm like, wait, who is that? Yeah. And then like well, I, I blew up like what she was eating and I was like, oh, okay. A big old yes, plate big- of broccoli and like salmon or something. Yeah, I was watching Jersey, and Melissa was like, Joe Gorga and his son, Joey, were playing basketball or football or something. And she's like, okay, you guys, who wants some salad? And they all come running. And, like, literally, it was just like, it looked like a, like a plate of iceberg lettuce. And, like, both Joe and little Joey were like, yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm impressed. That is impressive. And, it like, there was nothing else. There wasn't even meat on it. Oh, wow. So, like cool well speaking of food okay so you guys um oh wait quick flashback to the bow thing i realized as i was watching summer house and you guys i'm gonna do a patreon on this week's summer house because it was explosive and holly doesn't watch so i'll put it on patreon um i realized who kyle finally fucking reminds me of is fucking bow because he's always in costume and thinking it's hilarious, even though it's been done a hundred times. Or he'll he'll put on a big balloon uh, blow-up costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Bo in the dinosaur. <laughs> and Kyle just does it repeatedly. I'm like, oh my god, that's who it is. It's Kyle and Bo. And they're both like fucking 41-year-old men. That's hilarious. Living like, ooh. I need boys day. Boy, Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah. Like, they are the same person. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I mean, Bo's probably got a leg up on maturity because now he's a father and he's, like, taking care of his kid. So he's probably a little bit ahead of the game of Kyle. But, yeah, I just realized that. Okay. But speaking of food, um, you guys, we are preparing to go to – I realized – we always end up because thank you Facebook timeline shit like that. Oh, oh! Speaking of Facebook timeline, do you remember when we were talking recently about like when we were kind of ripping on Sandoval, revealing his like smoky drinks to Lisa? Like, check this out. Yes. You know, and we're like, yeah, Sandoval, these dry ice smoking drinks have been around for quite some time. And remember you and I were talking about, I'm like, I feel like, I, you know, I had one in Palm Springs, like, you know, a decade ago. Yeah. Well, it came up on my Facebook timeline today, and it's just like, eight years ago today, it was like 2014 or something, and it was the picture of my martini smoking, and I was right. It was Palm Springs. It was like the, um, wait, I copied this. Where was it? It was right next to Matchbox, where we used to go. Um, but it was like the place right next to it. Oh, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something steakhouse. But yes, that's when I had like the smoking martini. That's moment. hilarious. And it was like literally a decade ago. So our instincts were correct. They always are. <laughs> okay. So back to what I was saying. So it always seems like we end up at a see you next Tuesday, always around my birthday, and always around your birthday. Yes. It's not planned, but as you said, is he playing anytime soon? And we're like, oh, shit, Tuesday. So we are trying to go, you guys, and we'll report back. Um, Hopefully, you know, we'll have a lot to report. But in preparation of that, because I know Sir has a new menu. And I recall when Peter was revealing it on Instagram, we talked about it a little bit. But, you know, I like to read menus before I go to a place because otherwise I'm going to sit there and study it for an hour because I have to see everything. Yeah. So I go ahead and I look at it. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the new menu. I'm just going to break this down for you. Okay. So we're going to start at the appetizers. Okay. I'm not going to read the whole menu. I'm just going to – I made some notable notes. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, you won't like the appetizers because one is like charred octopus. One is oh God. hamachi sashimi. One is smoked eggplant dip. One is, well, the f- 
they kept the fried goat cheese balls, but they did, I think they have changed the plate. It's no longer just on like three carrot straws. Um, it's on a mango chutney. Um, okay, the other appetizer, sauteed jumbo lump of crab meat. Um, yeah, all this shit that, you know, you and I don't want. Okay, here's one. Bakery bread basket. Now, if Julia was with us, she would fucking blow a gasket. Or Teresa Giudice, her twin, would say blow a casket. Yes. Whatever. Um, she's like, what? Bread should be should be free. It should come before, you know, with her drinks. Ah, it should be free. Okay, no, the bread basket is $9. Wow. So get your head around that. If you would like some marinated imported olives, that's only twelve dollars. Really? Hmm. Usually, you might get that as a you know. Okay, so let's lead into what that might consist of, like a charcuterie board, which would typically have some olives and a little bread, um, but also the the main staples being meat and cheese, and then probably some nuts, right? Yeah. Some Marcona almonds, something, pistachios. Oh no, the charcuterie is prosciutto and then chef's fine collection of cured meats, honeycomb, which is just basically fucking free, pickled vegetables, again, free, and grilled bread. There's no mention of cheese. There's no mention of nuts. There's no mention of olives. And it's $28. Wow. I'm reading along with you. Yeah, that, I mean, normally I would say that sounds good, but yeah, there's, I I see there's a big missing chunk out of there. No, I don't like a lot of the meats they put on those things. Oh, I forgot the bluefin tuna tartare. It's also another appetizer that we would not want. Okay, let's move on to salads. Oh, I might go for the seasonal soup for $12. (laughs) (laughs) smoked eggplant dip yeah okay okay where are you where are you going now salads okay so here we go 16 to 18 dollars so i'm just not sure that sir is of the caliber to charge that for a salad we all know at like a fine steakhouse like mastro's or something those salads are good yeah yeah yeah, that's like fourteen to eighteen dollars, whatever. Okay, Sears are sixteen to eighteen. So I went ahead and looked up Mastros. Theirs are fourteen to seventeen. Oh my gosh! And Morton's, like as in Morton's Steakhouse, twelve to seventeen. Oh my gosh! So aren't you going to? And this leads into like the entree. Like, God, I would gonna- much rather go eat there on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> one, one billion percent. I mean, and I'm not even getting to the entrees yet. So, like, okay, well, I'll just say the entrees, there's like, okay, a braised short rib, but it's $40. Now, if I'm going to get that, I'm going to go to Tom Caligio's, which is less money, and he's the fucking master at it. I'm not going to rely on Chef Joe for fucking braised short ribs. All right. So they changed up their pastas. There's there's no more um, really bad marketing move. There's no more. It's not about the pasta. Pasta. There's no more angel hair checka. There's no more steam facial for Sarah. Gosh. There's no more witch's cauldron. They changed it to like a garlic butter spaghetti, which basically, what would that cost to make? A dollar fifty. They're like with uh, garlic and butter and parsley like the parsley really sends it over the edge for the price point um, parsley is like the cheapest fucking shit you can buy not saying like love parsley but come on so no tomatoes or anything no sauce just the I love a fucking buttered garlic noodle with some parmesan like don't get me wrong I'm like right up Stasi and Rachel O'Brien's um fucking thing with that mm-hmm. but I'm not going to you know you can make that at home so no more angel head checkout they do have a lasagna which I could entertain because how 
I uh, mean, I, I, why are you skipping over Joe's fettuccine? That's had, like that's that's what I'm gonna try. It had like fucking shrimp or something in it. Chicken breast and oh, uh, not regular peas, organic peas. But you don't like peas or mushrooms or mushrooms, you know? I like peas. Oh, mushrooms? Hell no. All right. Well, I'm not really a chicken or fettuccine Alfredo kind of girl. I'm just like it's not my thing. I would never. I, I never like to order like a freaking plate of that. It's like it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Or you don't want the lamb pappardelle? No. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm thinking lasagna because how can you screw up lasagna? But I guarantee you that, like, how could they screw up enchiladas, right? Remember how horrible those was? I feel like those someone were- in our group ordered the lasagna and it was not good. Really? Yeah. What? Wasn't it like Julia or something? I feel like they didn't have it before. I would have ordered that before. Yeah, hmm. Unless it was like eggplant lasagna, I would not have ordered that because I don't like that. But or zucchini, you know, when they make yeah. it vegetarian, it's like eh. yeah. Um, and I am mostly vegetarian. I just don't like vegetarian lasagna. I hate zucchini and eggplant. And it's just like unless it's fried zucchini from Carl's Jr., then I'm out. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'll eat from Carl's Jr. And I know that's not. Par with your family, because I know you're big Carl's fans. Uh, we're actually not. I mean, oh, we're we, not. We maybe were it's Sandy. I feel like back in the day we were like probably like ten years ago or so. But we we have not had Carl's in years and years and years. It's just like awful, awful, it's awful. It makes me sick. Like, well, I mean, they I, have just they've just like absolutely lost their their touch. It's a horrible like. In yeah, a, I, I I, I can go for a Western bacon cheeseburger like no other, but like we've gone and it's like both of us will get like a burger and fries and first of all it's like twenty nine dollars and yeah. then um it tastes like crap. So yeah, we stay the hell like away shit. from there. When they did like the Paris Hilton commercials like good, but now it's like it makes me sick. Yeah, like, I they yeah. really need to like revamp their ish. I can't that, there's really none even around here anymore. That's all I fucking see when I'm on the. But when you're traveling, five five. yes, yeah. when you're traveling, that's like the only choice. And like, if you're lucky, maybe you can get breakfast, and that's like okay. Yeah, maybe. I would do a breakfast. It's kind of like Jack in the Box. Like they actually have the bomb breakfast because they use real eggs, and it's not like that foamy egg pre-packaged. Pre, like they use like fucking real eggs. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm not like a big Jack in the Box fan. But breakfast. I'm a big Jack in the Box taco fan, so. You know, I had those little uh, tiny ones. Yeah. And I was, uh, maybe I was just like hungry or drunk or something. I'm like, oh, these are kind of tasty. Yeah, they're freaking good. I used to love, they had the potato wedges and cheese and bacon, sour cream. Like, those were good. Oh, yeah. I remember that back in the day, too. And now they have patty melts. But, you know. Generally, when you have a fast food place that has, like, tacos, Chinese, burgers, like, you know, it's not going to be the best of everything. No, it's like, it's it's one of those places where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, like, either you're hungover or you, you need something bad. <laughs> yeah, well, and I went, and the one, like, literally where I live, the liquor store closes at 9 p.m. Uh. And I was there at, like, 9.03, because I'm like, the store, like, didn't have what I was looking for. I'm like... Oh, wait, I know they have it at the, it's like a LaCroix or something. Um, fucking what is it? Tappuccino. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, the liquor store has it. And it was like 903. And I'm like, fucking, they're closed. Um, but I was at the Jack in the Box in the same neighborhood. And I was looking at their hours as I was waiting. I says, um, drive through open till 3.30 uh, a.m., and then it opens at 4.30 a.m. So basically, they are closed for one hour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, all right, who's coming here? This is, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I don't know. Maybe I'll try the lasagna. We'll see. All right, so going back. Okay. We see where, oh, you know, here's the other thing. They've got a ribeye steak which is not my kind of steak I'm filet only but a lot of people like ribeyes it's only $68 oh oh nice and wouldn't you think oh I'm gonna get a really nice ribeye I'm gonna go to sir yeah 
or I'm going to get a Branzino. I'm going to get a fish. It's only $42. And the or, skirt steak is 46 wait, now? No, don't ruin it for me. Oh, Damn I'm, it. I'm sorry. Your salmon is only 38 And I'm like, Holly, your dish, your dish made it. It's still on the menu. I'm like, I'm so stoked for Holly. I saw it. I'm like, Holly still has her skirt steak. And then I read about it. And first of all, I don't think you really want like a gorgonzola glaze on it. Uh-uh. I think I know you well enough. I don't want that either. And it's 46 fucking dollars. I'm going to cry. And skirt steak is like... Didn't it used on. to be like 26 or something? Or I don't know. I think it was like 22. Like yours was... It was never. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like I always knew I could choose between like that or like the burger. Yes, I feel like it was like the same price as when I'd get like the burrata salad. Yeah, it's like eighteen to twenty-two. This is forty-six dollars. Oh my gosh! And I think it's because they're like adding truffle to everything, and that's my other problem is their sides. So one of the best things Sir had to offer that I realized. This is the only thing I can order and be pleased with were their french fries because you would get them with your skirt steak and I would not ever like my dish and so I would eat your french fries and they were good yes but now I don't think they're going to be good anymore because they're like truffle parm fries and I hate truffle fries and I hate parmesan fries I wonder if you can ask for them not truffled and not parmesan yeah maybe because I love truffle, but usually when you hear truffle fries, it means truffle oil. And again, going back to Tom Clicchio, that's it's not from truffles. It's it's fake. And I also I just don't like the flavor. I like like my potato chips. I realize I don't like any flavor. I don't like barbecue. I don't like ranch. I don't like um, fuck it. I only like just regular salted. Yeah. And so I don't want truffle fries and parmesan fries there's something about parmesan when it's heated up and it smells and tastes like puke yeah as i say it leaves like a really weird aftertaste in my mouth that i don't like 100 percent, and it's so trendy it's like oh it's parmesan and parsley or truffle and parsley it leaves like the nastiest ass tasting aftertaste in your mouth and i don't want that i just want the regular ones oh my gosh i'm really stressed out yeah i don't know what i'm gonna order i have like i'm looking at this and i have no idea you could get the vegan vegetable burger you could get the vegan tagine no um i'm not spending 38 dollars on wait oh this is 28 dollars couscous no thank you um okay so the sides all right the sides actually besides the truffle fries I'd be down for the grilled broccolini, although I prefer broccoli over broccolini. It's garlic. What, what the hell is broccolini? It's like, um, okay, imagine like this, the stem part of the asparagus. Uh-huh. Like that's the whole base and it's like long, like six inches long. And then there's like little broccoli flowerets on the end of it, but not like a full regular broccoli. Oh, it's not that great. Oh. But it's a thing. But it but it's like garlic, Calabrian chili, lemon breadcrumb. Sounds kind of good. There's that. There's cauliflower mashed. That sounds good. Yes. And then roasted Brussels sprouts with toasted almonds and a date vinaigrette. I mean, you know, we've learned if done right, Brussels sprouts can be good. I mean, I maybe know. I'll just get the Brussels sprouts and the cauliflower mash. Yeah. And, well, and that would vibe. No, I think actually we should just get sides. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the uh, desserts. So they're sticking with the cobbler, which is not a great choice. But here's, at least with the blackberry cobbler, it was unique. It's like not something like, you know, it's blackberry. It's a little different. Yeah, it's a little um, tart. It's a little, it had a... Yeah, I mean, blueberry, but of course, blueberry is good. It's just, like, pretty basic and pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, like, a little distinct thing with the blackberry. And, you know, it opened up my 
whole conversation piece with Schwartz yeah, over yeah. Minnesota blackberry. So not really thrilled about the blueberry cobbler, but what I am interested in is they've added crepes. Crepes. So oh. I might try that to see because Lisa fancies herself very French and I love a good crepe. Um, you know, I love them so much I eat them at IHOP. <laughs> but, you know, I've had them in France. I've had them in wherever. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see their play on it and yeah. how it measures up. So we shall see. Wow. this I, I, I did not know the menu changes were this extensive. Yeah, they don't have... I finally found the one thing that I could eat, I remember, last time, and they don't have it anymore. The Stassi famous crispy chicken. Yeah. It's gone. I'm like, of course it is. I finally, after all of these years, find something that I found edible, and it's fucking gone. Oh, <laughs> man. And I would try with the... I think they had a, a burrata something, but, you know, last time that shit came frozen, so... I don't want to try. Oh, it's prosciutto and burrata, and I'm not going to. No. Not spending $18 on that shit when last time it was frozen. Sorry, Charlie. Not happening. Not So, you guys are going to be. I'm sure you're going to be on pins and needles as to what we're going to (laughs) order. And you're just going to have to wait and find out. Yeah, and I looked at the drink menu. I've picked out a couple that I want to try. You know, they've added some new, but you have to give it a shot. Yeah. So, super excited for that. Um, the only other thing, so uh, Real Housewives of Miami, as we suspected, it is coming on Bravo starting April 5th. Now, you did not watch it on Peacock, right? I did not, no. Okay, so I think this is something perfect because it's what we both love. We both went to Miami together years ago yes, because of our love for Real Housewives of Miami um, I am missing Leah and Johanna and more importantly Johanna's messy sister oh god I loved her yeah I do and Roman I miss that aspect um, so while everyone is in love with Miami and thinks it's fantastic I also think they missed the fucking boat and they should go back and watch if not season 1 through 3 at least watch it, watch 2 and 3 um, season one was very different. That's the one Larsa was on. Um, but I don't know. It was really good, and I really liked it. But I just miss some of the other people. Yeah. And but now with it on Bravo, and with you know all of you guys listeners that don't have Peacock, now we can all watch it together. I will easily rewatch it, and we can podcast about it as Holly's experiencing it, and you guys are experiencing it for um, anyone that didn't watch it on Peacock or anyone that did but just loves it and wants to talk about it or hear about it. And that's April 5th. Nice. Um, I do have one more uh, social media update. Did you notice that um, Stassi and Katie yesterday were out with um, what's her name? Um, Jenna. Why can I not think of her last name right now? Rosenfeld? Yes. No. They were all at um... She's the trainer. And- Soho House. She's the Vanderpump Rules producer. Oh, she's... I always get Jenna, the trainer, confused with Jenna Roosevelt. Oh, okay. She's the little... Yeah, she's like dark, dark hair black girl. hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was at Fartford's party and, you know, they're, they're good friends. Wait, wait why? <laughs> I thought... I thought that was a typo that someone wrote. Why? Why do they call her that now? Fartford? Yeah. I don't know. It, it's in like I can't get it out of my head. Like I, it's like now I, I literally can't. saw it once and I thought, oh, that was a typo, but it made me laugh. But <laughs> I like I let it be there. I'm like, oh, it's just a typo. I'm not even gonna correct the person. But now you just said it, so that's a thing. It's a thing, yeah. <gasps> and, and I love Hartford. It, it's yeah. just it's just a, it's funny because <laughs> like Shit. now I can't un now like yeah it's like fart is there now. Yeah, I don't. I really don't want this on her. That really sucks for her, and I don't like that. And as okay, one thing Randall said that I really felt for was 
you know, all of these, like Gigi said, every two to three days, Lala's putting out new shit about Randall, right? Yeah. And he goes, unfortunately, my 12-year-old has access to the internet and sees all this stuff. And, you know, that's just horrible because there's some really, I mean, granted, he did it and he should have thought about that himself. So he did it to himself, but it's some really shitty shit that she's going to have to read about her dad. Really gross shit. Especially the shit about call me daddy and I'll pay you to call me daddy. Like, how is that going to make her feel? You know, like I would just be like hurt by the, like, you you know, all the, you lose him, how you got him comments. Like, you know, and be like, wait, so that's how Lala came. Like, I I would just like be timelining it and like, just be so horrified. Yeah. At 12. And then if she's not looking at it, her kids, her friends at school are like, yeah. And you know, he should have thought, through that I'm not gonna you know Lala is to blame for gaslighting and putting it out there but ultimately Randall's to to blame for doing it so I I can't fault either one it's just like she's exasperating the situation and if she really cared about these children uh maybe it's just not the best call I, I think that I, I hopefully she'll tone it down soon I, well, it's I, already all out there I mean what yeah. else yeah I'm sure there's more she can say, obviously. And I'm sure all these women that he talks to in DMs can, will come out with their stories. But, so yeah, it's it's on him, 100%. It's just, she's not making it easier. You know, someone I th- like... I think she's embarrassed, too. I really think she's embarrassed and she's trying to make herself look better, but... While yeah. she's doing that, it's like it's not working. You know, it's like just stop, stop, stop. Like it, you know, we'll no, stop. Is... We'll stop thinking about it if you stop talking about it. You know, that's the thing. It's all wounded pride and embarrassed and looking like a fool or a chump. Yeah, and I get that hundred thousand percent. I get that, but at the same time, like any girl he DMs, they're gonna come out. They're gonna tell the story. But guess what? It's gonna go away in twenty four hours, forty eight hours. But because Lala is a bigger person and personality and has two million fans and the the platform it just keeps building and building whereas these other people yeah it's still gonna come out but nobody knows who they are so it's gonna be buried quickly and then your google search it's gonna be buried but with her with her um reach it's not buried it's gonna come up at top and yes that's unfortunate for the kids and yes ultimately that's his fault she's just not making it easier um you know, by the time Ocean is internet savvy, I I'm sure these stories will be buried. Or you know, she could, she'll find them, but it won't be like your top Google search. Unfortunately for his daughter London, that's 12. That's all she's seeing or probably hearing about at school, and that sucks. Yeah. And like and and like you know, Randall was saying how people send him stories. Like he can handle that. He can not look at it. But imagine you know a kid being like, "Hey, did you see this about your dad?" Like that would suck. Yeah. Oh man. And the daddy shit. Mm mm. I mean, you can take that when you're like in your twenties and you find out your dad's a perv or well, something. No, I'm that's not talking a- about. Mom. Yeah. Well, and you don't like, even understand that at that age. You don't. You don't. You know. I hope she doesn't understand yeah. that. Yeah. These days. Not about hers, but, you know. Kids these days, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The only other thing is, um, I guess it was announced New York City will be split into two shows. One with the older um, OGs and one with a brand new cast. Interesting allegedly. move. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense because it really wasn't working with, like, Leah trying to blend with, like, Luann and Ramona and Sonia. It's like... This isn't fucking natural. Yeah. It's weird. And it's not even an age thing. They're just like, they weren't friends. They didn't know each other. They have nothing in common. Because you can have a great friendship with someone 20 years younger or 20 years older. But that just, they were just placing people randomly. So I think it's a good move. Yeah. So cool. Okay, you guys, we will be back um, with, you know, not a lot happened on Jersey. Uh, Teresa really brought it at the end. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. I know, no, it's next on my thing. She was, she was fired up. She's like, "I hate you, fucking cunts! I, I'm gonna make you fall off this tree." But they did one of those 
things where you walk on like a balance beam through and, trees. Yeah, and, yeah. And she's like, I'm going to make you fall. And like, she's very angry right now. And the thing is, it's like, you, you can kind of understand, but not really because you know how she is. She just can never see the parality of what she does yeah. as being the same as anyone else and people just asking questions you know that said part of you know, she's married at Tracy and it's very clear like Tracy why do you care you're not her friend it's very clear Tracy's trying to get in the mix and yeah. be relevant and be a cast member so bravo to her she's yeah. trying um, but yeah so that's kind of kind of what happened there and then i haven't oc is on right now so i haven't seen it yet but we'll be back yeah we'll be back with our sir trip yeah and maybe some birthday shenanigans yes for sure hopefully yeah hopefully i'll have something to report with like uh like i'll be like Lindsay on summer house with uh she's like hooking up with austin which is so disgusting but then they're they go out and she comes back to the summer house over the shoulder of some man named Luciano. I'm hoping to recreate that moment. Love that. <laughs> I will facilitate. I'll, I'll be your wingman for sure. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>